Hi, and welcome back to C. Myers Live. My name is Brian McHenry. I'm a principal with C. Myers Corporation. And I'm Sally Myers. I'm also a principal with C. Myers Corporation. And today we're going to talk about business intelligence and data analytics. Always a critical topic and an important topic. And as credit unions and things are starting to settle down a little bit, this conversation is coming back up more in the strategic conversations that credit unions are having at the leadership team. And data analytics and business intelligence, it's been a struggle in some ways because it's like a kid in the candy store. There's just so many different things that you want to know, places want to know, and so much data. I mean, that's one of the things. Credit unions have a wealth of information about their members. Where do they start? Mm -hmm. It can become really paralyzing. And so, again, as places are shifting back into some of those strategic conversations, one of the things that they're starting to do when it comes to the data analytics and the business intelligence conversations is starting to ask some questions. And really, in this case, rather than from the broad spectrum of all the business intelligence we might want to know, the change as a result of the pandemic and the social distancing has really elevated the urgency of conversations and decisions around the mobile and digital channels and what information do we want to have available at our fingertips for that channel. Yeah, and stepping back, and if you don't have the information that you want creating it or in starting the process to create it. So let's just go ahead and dive into some of the questions that leaders are bantering back and forth and the debates that they're having, not in any particular order, but one that I found very, very interesting is we asked from a mobile delivery channel, what's more important to you, transactions or logins? Mm -hmm. And so there was quite a debate about that. And so we'll talk a little bit on the logins and the importance of the logins because people typically focus on transactions. What were some of your conversations, Brian, with the importance of the logins? On the logins, there's really three broad areas and themes that keep coming up. And the first one is from a member engagement perspective. Higher logins can be an indication of member engagement. Even if they're not doing transactions, they are logging in to check their accounts. So that can show that the member wants to know more about their financial situation and is wanting to connect with the financial institution. I'll also say one of the things from that perspective you can do is connect that with your call center volumes and the types of calls you're getting in your call center as you're seeing changes in the logins, the number of logins, are you also seeing a change in the number of calls you're getting and the types of calls that are coming through the call center? So that's one, so member engagement. Another is it's a vehicle for communication. So if members are logging in more, then that can be your primary way right now to communicate with them. If they're not going to the branch or they're only going through the drive-through, then when someone logs in, you have the opportunity to connect with that member even if it's digitally. And then along the communication, the third area is, not that you wanna overwhelm them, but it's a marketing opportunity. So while you wanna communicate, but also the marketing of what else might they need or want or you know things that you can do to help them. Yeah, and so one of the questions too that went through a lot of CEOs' minds, I wish I knew mm-hmm. why they were logging in. They're logging in because they're concerned, did my paycheck hit? Or what are my balances if they're having to check balances on a regular basis? Is there a way you could make their lives easier, just a little bit easier every single day and push a notification 
to them. Again, the wish is, why are they logging in? Well, you may not know that psychologically, but as you start to study it, you could come to some conclusions and then maybe be more helpful Mm -hmm. to the membership as well. Yeah, as Sally said, these are some of the questions, but questions beget questions, right? And so on that why, some of the things of why they're logging in, this is where it becomes a kid in the candy store because you might say, okay, if I know they're logging in a lot, what else could I do to link that might give me an indication of why? Are their direct deposits starting to go down? The amount that they're receiving? Have they just taken a draw on a line of credit? You know, what are some of those things that could give you indications on the why that then might help you with the reach out? Or maybe it's just simply, as you said, I just want to check my balance. So make it easy for me and do a push notification. Sure, sure. And a reach out also includes, don't forget the revenue side of the reach out. Mm -hmm. Being proud of the products and services that you offer, it's okay to let the members know you're there and you can help them in that regard. Another thing that that led to, and Brian, you alluded to this at the beginning of the conversation, but really stepping back and with your management team, articulating what does member engagement look like? What do you wish they would do with you on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, quarterly basis? Pick your time frame or your time frames and then step back and look at each other and say, we've set our systems up and our processes up such that the member should want to do this every day mm-hmm. or the member should, should want to do this every week and articulate that and then start measuring that. Mm-hmm. and using it as a, eventually a measure of success. And then also you could take the group of people that, and again, we don't want to use ideal, but that are engaging with the credit union the way that you've mm-hmm. designed it and start looking at their behaviors and their commonalities. Mm-hmm. You know, Brian, why don't you talk about, well, what's the benefit of that? Yeah, so the benefit, that really gets into the question of, who is behaving in this way. And so if you can get the information and start segmenting your membership by who's exhibiting the behaviors that would match what you want them to do from a digital perspective, you also start to understand who's not and how far away are they from that. And once you've done that segmentation, it now creates the opportunity of who do you focus on? Mm -hmm. Do you focus on the ones that are the least engaged? Or is there a middle section in there where they're engaged with you and it may not take much more for them to be more engaged with you. So it creates that opportunity for you to do some additional reach out and create additional member engagement. Mm -hmm. And then that leads me to payments. Mm -hmm. Big discussions on payments and how to evaluate the member engagement from a payment perspective. So what were you noticing in those conversations? On the payment side, I mean, the payments are so interesting right now. I'll say on the payment side, some of the questions were coming down to how have mobile payments changed? Think because of social distancing, some people, whether they're tellers or consumers and members don't want to handle cash, but what about credit cards? Mm -hmm. So are you seeing changes in who's using mobile payments? Are you seeing changes in how much mobile payments are being used? Same question, what percentage of your payments are actually P2P, person to person payments? Are you seeing changes in that and really exploring who's doing that? The question of why, if you could know why it's changed, is it a result of the pandemic and social distancing, or is it a natural evolution of just more people getting comfortable with the mobile payments and the person-to-person payments? And I'll say one of the other things, too, that comes out of this is how does our membership compare to the broader industry, the broader perspective? And you might be thinking, why does that matter? Well, if you knew that, 
and you could do the comparison, what that starts to allow you to do is to see, are you lower in comparison to the rest of the industry or what's out there, the broader market? And if so, then why? What is it? Is it your members don't know, so it's a communication issue? Is it it's not easy, so it's a setup issue? Or do they have it somewhere else and there's not enough of a compelling reason for them to use P2P payments at your institution? On the other side, if you are higher in comparison to the industry, what what fantastic information to have because what you can start to do then is understand and look into what is it about your setup, your processes, and the way you're communicating with members that's leading you to have person-to-person payment usage and mobile payment usage that's higher than the industry. So then you can use that to say these are the things that we want to and need to maintain and also Uh, How do we take those things that we're really good at and apply them to other areas of our digital experience to try and continue to elevate it? And I'll say even outside of the digital experience, are there learnings that you could apply across your organization? So that starts to, again, create more questions, but it can be really helpful to understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then what are some of the things that you are seeing with respect to lending or applying for loans, opening new accounts? What Mm -hmm. were some of the questions that were going on there? Yeah, it was, if I could know something about this process, what I would want to know is where are they dropping off in the process and why? Why are they dropping off? And so, again, that gets back to if I understand where and why, it gives me the opportunity to actually make adjustments and changes that would allow people to move through the process easier and just going to hit this point again, it's a street fight for consumer loans out Mm -hmm. there right now. Mm -hmm. And so being able to understand that would be really, really beneficial. And where they're dropping out in the process, if they're applying for the loan online Mm -hmm. versus the mobile channel, people would want to know that. Not sure they're going to know the why, but they could know the when. Mm -hmm. And then same concept on the mobile channel versus online for new accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then same concept, you know, there was a wish list from the management teams. What about cross-selling products and services? We've talked about this in the past C Myers Live. We've written blogs on it, but really cross-selling in the digital world and how hard is that? Mm-hmm. And the credit unions I was talking to, the CEOs became so curious that a number of them went and said, you know what? I know I'm slammed right now, but this is so important. Mm -hmm. The sense of urgency is very, very high. I'm going to go apply for a loan myself on my phone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to open a new account on my phone. I'm going to try to get multiple products and services at the same time. So at the senior level, they're actually taking the time, which I think is fantastic, to experience what the member might be experiencing. Why is that exciting? Well, it's exciting because now you have the highest level people in the organization that can drive the change, feeling what the member's feeling, even though we've talked about intellectually knowing things in the past, and driving change. It shouldn't be this way. And so we think that that is a very good use of time. Go experience for yourself and not only just experience it at your institution, experience it someplace else and not necessarily at a financial institution. Take the time if you haven't already to experience what it might be like with, of course, Apple Mm -hmm. or Amazon. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, then that can also help you 
get back to the questions and the things you'd want to know from a business intelligence. So you can ask that question, who's, where are they dropping off and why? But then you go through it, it gives you firsthand experience and it'll lead to additional information. That is business intelligence mm -hmm. that can then help you say, from a data perspective, what else would we want to collect? For mm -hmm. example, it might be, we want to know how much time did it take the member to apply? Did they pause in their application process? Did they actually spend five minutes and then come back an hour later and spend another 15? Well, how come? Was it because they had to go get additional information that they didn't have readily available? Or was it, uh, it was kind of, they started looking at the application, they assessed it as maybe taking more time than they thought they had in that moment, so they stepped away. I mean, these are questions you may not be able to get those mm -hmm. answers, but at least if you could start to understand how much time and how did they spend their time in the application and then compare that to the overall duration of time. Mm -hmm. All right, so the members spent a combined 30 minutes on this. First off, is a combined 30 minutes okay with us for someone just to apply for a loan or an account? But then the whole duration of it was 10 hours. Well, how come? That's a combination of the members' time and our time. What's happening? Yeah, and on that, that's so perfect because now with social distancing, it's really that the credit union employees are almost living their members' lives. Mm -hmm. And so they have the same distractions, so it can be easier for the employees to put themselves in the members' shoes and step back and say, even I, maybe I don't know why mm -hmm. the person got distracted or stopped and started, can you remove the roadblocks and just make it easier and easier? And, and mm -hmm. to your point, what is the measure of success? You said, is it, is it 30 minutes to fill out an application? Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Or what is it? No, do you want it to be five minutes, three minutes? We live in a world of seconds, not hours, mm -hmm. right? The other thing too that people may or may not be able to know this easily is where else did they go? on the mobile channel or online channel as they were trying to open an account mm -hmm. or a loan? Did they go look at other things? And if so, then of course asking why might they do that? Mm -hmm. And the consumer can provide a lot of insight if you just step back and take a minute to contemplate why they might be doing those things. So that was another question. Boy, I wish I knew exactly where they were going. Mm -hmm. Again, it might be available to be able to understand that for your organization or not. And I'll say in all of these questions, a question that has been helpful to start with sometimes is, let's just start off, what would we wanna know? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're, we're focused in on a couple of different areas, the logins versus transactions, payments for the loan perspective, what are the behaviors we would hope would happen, but also you step back and say, let's just brainstorm really broad question. If we could know anything, what would we want to know? And that can also be a really helpful way to start exploring on this business intelligence data analytics side of, okay, well, let's take this and maybe narrow down what could we know? What are the things that we should know and we can know? And what are those things that maybe are not a priority right now? Or we just know that's not where we're going to allocate our resources. Or we'll never know. Exactly. We'll, we'll absolutely never know, but the value is in having the discussion as a senior leadership team and mm -hmm. don't put the constraints on. Right. There's no way we're going to know that or that would take forever. Don't do that in the initial brainstorming because that shuts off creativity. And I know for a fact a lot of credit unions want to be innovative. Don't crush the innovative process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, a couple ways I like to describe this. One is that question is a what question. 
Mm-hmm. It is not a how question mm-hmm. to start with. Mm-hmm. The how gets in the way of the what. And so mm-hmm. just start with what do we want to know? And mm-hmm. and to help with the creativity on this, it's about the quantity, not the quality in this mm-hmm. case. Go through and each person needs to give five ideas and it can't be a repeat mm-hmm. to try and really expand the thinking on what you might want to know. And again, that may create a lot of things you may never know. Mm-hmm. And it can also help you focus in on what's really important to you mm-hmm. when it starts to come to this, what you want to know. I'll say one other thing here is also once you have that list and you start getting into these questions, once you start to identify what you might want to know, you could create some filters as to what's your priority. Is it revenue generation? Is it from a risk perspective? You know, create some broad categories because then that can also continue to help you filter down, again, that kid in the candy store. If you're thinking about all the different candy, do you want chocolate or hard candy? Well, if you set some filters, it can at least start to help you narrow so you don't feel paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a couple of other things to consider is, one, the best way to get something done is to begin. Mm -hmm. Do not get frozen in all of the possibilities. Yes, we're talking about possibilities, but then narrow it and just start and practice. And the other thing, too, is timing is so critical because a lot of people right now feel like they can do pretty much anything because of the way that they responded so quickly in a short amount of time of turning their delivery system upside down and they were successful at it. And now is the time to leverage the momentum of transformation. So thank you very much for spending time with us today. If you have any additional questions, please feel free to contact us and we'll get back to you just as soon as we can. Thank you.